0: Hello and welcome to Datum. This is episode five and season three. Ravi, how are you doing? Let's
1: start that again. It's Season three, episode five. <laughs> does <that laughs> it?
0: it? does. It does. Okay, fine. All right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Datum Podcast. This is season three, episode five of the. <sighs> throwing me off. Throw me off. <laughs> This always happens though. I always screwed up. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Dayton podcast. This is uh, season three, episode four. Ravi, how are you doing? (laughs) It's episode five. (laughs) God. All right. Do you do do intro I was so confident. Do you know why? Because I've written four in my notes. Let me write five, then I won't (laughs) get it wrong. Okay, here we go. Hello and welcome to the Dayton podcast. This is season three, episode five. Ravi, how are you doing?
1: Um I'm doing well, thank you. i'm uh well sheltered in my uh, abode in Chelmsford today. You bunk um, it as up. as I have been for the last ten days um given the current pandemic
0: <laughs> absolutely i I'm going to have to change my mind um, I think that's influenced
1: today's topic okay, am I a bit too loud?
0: Yeah, you just shatter that around the down the microphone, but it's fine it's fine um but, you 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 seem to be in an office who's who's that behind you
1: that's um oh man, I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy from the US office, um, okay. Stanley. Stanley. It's Stanley from the US okay. office. Cool, cool, cool. So we're actually um, live streaming this for the first time uh, on YouTube. Yep. Uh, we thought we'd try something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're currently on Zoom, which the the platform that has got probably the shares have tripled in the last two weeks probably. at least.
0: Well, they haven't moved Um, from zero, which is pretty good given everything's gone down. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) They've sort of stabilized. Right. Um, But this is a virtual background. So, I now look like I'm um, part of the cast of the US office. What's your background, Tim?
0: Um, So, my background is the Datum. uh, It's over here. It's a virtual. Um, It's a Datum logo. But the setup is not the conventional Zoom to YouTube setup. It's actually, I'm actually streaming my screen and capturing the audio input from my uh, desktop PC. Um, and that's what you're seeing this from hence it doesn't have sort of the uh the zoom flourishes as it were so it's a much cleaner setup i think but yeah all good um cool i'm bunkered up uh, at home i've worked from home for like a a year and a half so (laughs) i'm no stranger to this um which is great uh, yeah i'm all set up already but uh it's funny watching um my girlfriend kind of you know work from home for the first time in in like her field of work, and it's every single time they get on a web call, they they all basically do like a sound check for the first three minutes. It's that's cute.
1: <laughs> I, I think I did. The, I think the what's, what we'll talk about this a bit more, but we, we've been set up for remote work for since day dot right. Right, so, right. I think that's why we're we're so immune to it. Like half my weeks are normally spent working from home anyway, right. so it's not it's not too different. Right. Um. But let's recap the last episode. So last time uh we spoke, I was in Seattle. We had a um our first analog episode absolutely um with the hero that is kent martin it was very spatial to have him on i'm gonna use that again (laughs) um but it was a very good episode i I mean i i I say very good it was mainly because it was you and kent for what three quarters of it because i had to duck out yeah um, you introduced
0: uh, most of the technical issues with editing that podcast i'm sorry if you listened to it um early on because there's some sort of feedback going on but yeah um yeah no, it was a really good episode kent kent shared a lot of sort of really interesting insights about his career and how he got to Tableau. i encourage everyone to have a listen again um i can't do it justice to to say how good of an episode um it was having him on
1: Agreed. It was one of my favorites actually. And I think what was really nice for me is it's one of the first one. Well, it is the first one that I've listened to and I have no idea what happened next. So it was was a very fresh listen for me as well. (laughs) Um, So getting slammed at the end of the episode uh w- w- was was good fun as well. Um good
0: good yeah. good. Um there's also been uh you know a few updates out for Tableau 2020.1 uh, the mm-hmm. beta for 2020.2 just dropped tons of features. My word, we're going to be busy. So um yeah. yeah. Well,
1: you're going to be busy because uh if you haven't <laughs> checked out already, you've got t- Tim's been <laughs> hammering away on his YouTube channel uh right. for the last 3 or 4 months right, with right. some incredible videos. Right. Uh, and examples about the new features that not only just in 2019.4 2020.1 and I assume your weekend is gonna be packed.
0: Yeah, I've got a but different approach. Two. I've got a different approach. I'm trying to guess when it will actually come out and then I'm working backwards from that to, to figure out a timeline. But um there's a lot of really big changes, especially things like the data model. Um mm. uh, you know, we just talked to um some developers at Tableau in the last week or so, and even further than that, the whole product is just just picking up pace in terms of development, so that's going to be really interesting um as well so yeah yeah look out for that i think i have to start the videos much earlier than that because um everyone's at home uh, on yeah. youtube and netflix and so yeah i think uh, this weekend onwards expect to see more on the channel
1: i think that's going to be the same for everyone right and, right and it's it's you're gonna it's this really nice point for people who are doing online training or any pivot to video to start start doing that this is why as we mentioned zoom is doing so well as with other um video conferencing platforms
0: right right i I really thought that this might be the time the first time zoom might go down and actually (laughs) it's it's proved at least as far as we're using it at the moment been resilient right but discord went down discord went down did it did did go Dis-
1: discord for those of you who don't know is a um game it was primarily used by gamers but it's another collaborative platform yeah uh, and it sort of niches um live talk right exactly it's,
0: exactly it's 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 a place where you know gamers used to go on skype talk to each other and then uh, gamers Team got speak. together exactly and built discord but what it's got really going for it is this sort of real-time talk Um, Really good audio quality, no friction whatsoever. You don't need to share a a link or set up a meeting. You just literally hop into a room and just start talking, and that's it. Any device, anywhere, web or without web on your device just works. Um, Really Mm. reliable, and it's free. That's the the key thing. It's free, Um, so there's a lot of flexibility there. So,
1: yeah. And that's why I went down. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, they doubled the resources. They didn't sort of anticipate it because it kind of caught them off guard. So now everything's back up and it seems to be working very smoothly. So, yeah. Cool. But, yeah, well, today we're going to be focusing on uh, remote working, which is obviously very topical topic. Does that make sense? I I hope so. Anyway, it's a very topical topic. And uh, we wanted to talk about sort of some of the aspects that we've touched on in the past to do with, you know, ways of working, how it affects sort of analytics and the way we all work, things like Mm -hmm. cloud technology, how that all comes together to enable this. Um, And then lastly, sort of the the future of work and how that's going to evolve long term. So um, I think I'll I'll sort of kick it off by maybe sort of just touching on the the obviously you know context at the moment around uh covid 19 coronavirus which is the the, and the which which one is it covid 19 is like the official one but coronavirus yep. is like the name of the family or
1: umbrella yeah so like yeah, yeah. umbrella family yeah. and there's this is like strain 19 and that that's where it's come exactly. from. exactly it's a, it's a sort of a weird spinoff of sars in a way as well i've not looked into the um history of that or whatever but it's um, it's been going on, I mean, if you look back and the, the way that doctors are sort of realizing in the, in the medical industries is mm-hmm. it's been around almost since, um, late autumn, okay. right? Yeah, the, yeah. the first cases that they're sort of tracking back to, uh, is late autumn where they sort of thought it was flu with different symptoms, mm-hmm. um, which, which is where it is right now. Um, but yeah, so, so COVID-19, um, has been now been officially named a pandemic, yeah. um, I think most of most people or most companies now are recommending all people stay home
0: mm-hmm.
1: um supermarkets of you know the Tesco i that's very close to where i live um is a twenty four hour Tesco. it's no longer twenty four hours so it's changed to right. um being from six till ten to help with um stock um turnover and things like this right um, so a lot of things are changing in in the world around us um but for the world of work, it's meant that um many companies for the first time. Uh, having to look at op- opportunities and strategies for remote working, right? And um, where they might not have done beforehand, where possible, because of course there are some jobs such as uh, lab work which cannot be done remotely.
0: Yeah, and you know things like uh, finance industry where certain things have to be done on on you know on the floor, as it were, or uh, mm-hmm. you know if you take technology where certain work has to be done in secrecy, and so therefore has to be physically um, in a particular place. And so I think what's really interesting is figuring out how companies do all of this um mm-hmm. i can't count the number of times i've heard the word vpn in one week <laughs> um, tokens tokens vpns uh, streamings webcams um boy i have so many webcams on my shelf if i'd known i'd have put them on ebay um about a week ago no, it's thought, a good time it it's a good, very time. good time to sell that kind of stuff if you
1: what is them. it like mo- monitors keyboards and stands uh, they're, they're, right. they're- Rare commodity alongside hand sanitizers these days.
0: And Lou Roll. I haven't I don't understand the Lou <laughs> Roll, but that's for another day. Um
1: for another story.
0: <laughs> and so yeah, no, this is this has really sort of kicked things into into focus. Um I think one of the, the 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 key things has actually been the way in which organizations are working. So for the companies mm-hmm. who have transitioned a lot of their sort of analytical infrastructure to the cloud, broadly speaking, I've actually weathered mm-hmm. this quite fine, right? So anyone yes. who's running SaaS systems you know you look at salesforce uh you look at elements of tableau and um, those all work just fine in, in the mm-hmm. setup because you don't physically need to be in a location it's really when it comes to processes and systems that yes. this all starts to falls down right
1: exactly i think the uh you mentioned it there but um it's when things are within an intranet uh which is where you need a vpn or where, where systems are on um what people call a a, a va- in a vacuum effectively um um where you ca- it doesn't have access to the internet, so you can't even set up or, or change something for for people outside the network to actually get involved with these things um and 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 whilst companies do do um what the fired fire drills for this sort of scenario um i don't think i don't think very few companies have thought of it at this scale and if if they have their like enterprise level who who have sort of have the infrastructure in like go time level to go whereas you know medium-sized companies who are either seasonal or very reliant on certain um methods of working yeah they're, they're the people who finding it trickiest you know like um car phone warehouse is a great example um with footfall falls which inevitably will you know they, they've they've chosen to um shut down all their stores mm-hmm. so and lay so many people off because in in the short term where they have small short-term targets this doesn't work however the things balance themselves out in in different other industries yeah um yeah and and as an economist this is a fascinating time
0: right
1: (laughs) so it's 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 honestly i I wrote a tweet the other day about you know this is this is pure a-level economics fodder like uh, a 25 mark question to explain the 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 sort of processes that would happen with this sort of shock
0: it's an interesting thing because it's also um in many ways there's almost two sides to this. There's can I keep my business functioning and mm-hmm. what elements of that business can keep functioning, right? Even if you've got stores shut, you still can't shut everything down because the no. time it takes to wind everything back up will just exacerbate the issue whenever that, whenever that is. And we're looking at, mm-hmm. you know, weeks to months at the moment. So that's Correct. one that's one thing. Then there is, you know, the organizations where their core business is process, you know, like transport, for example, and logistics, mm-hmm. you know, those things some of that can still happen but most of it is just um you know uh a nice well, the
1: push- borders are shutting now right so exactly, you know the, exactly if you've got no no goods coming in and out and if you've got a, a economy which is just in time production
0: yeah
1: boy like yeah. that that, <laughs> that that's where, that's where the issues come in and um exactly but 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 in the world of analytics i think and and tech i think you're right a lot of um the folks that we work with uh, it might be simpler than other, than other mm-hmm. jobs mm-hmm. and if we focus in on that about remote working maybe we can dig in a bit about like the, the sort of technology that's out there right now and right. How, how things might change in the future so, um, so we mentioned before that we've been set up for remote working from day, day zero I think yeah. that's um, so where we work the information lab we've always been uh, we've always had a culture of we'd have an office um, right now we have an inverted commas office yeah. um, which is basically the data school where you can perch but effectively we're set up for as long as you've got an internet connection and a lap your laptop with you mm-hmm. you can probably do your work client depending right
0: yeah that's that's harder than you think right an internet connection Agreed. everyone's at home streaming stuff uh or working sorry um <laughs> 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 jump so, yeah, the shark there a bit absolutely um and and that's it's a it's a, it's a weird thing i mean technically speaking if you're fully cloud set up well, you can just spin down some servers right and you know yeah. enjoy the benefits of not having to run all of that stuff unnecessarily and mm-hmm. the only person crying will be amazon but they'll be happy cuz they're selling Luroll instead um. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i think i mean the on premise server
1: is is the one that that's that's at risk the most right, right. so for example people that are have been set up for having racks of uh, and, and things like this if they don't have external connectivity, they will need someone on the ground right. to manage the, the, the load in the VMs and things mm-hmm. like this, mm-hmm. especially where there's no remote, but, but, you know, access, I mean, most IT teams now do have a method of VPNing in yeah. or remoting into a, 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 a environment. Mm-hmm. But I think people, a lot of companies after this sort of, when we uh, do move on eventually, uh, in, in about a year's time, uh, a lot of meetings will be had about well, how do we stop this happening yeah. and what have we learned yeah. from this process. Yeah. And I think cloud will be a more viable option um, as you sort of uh, you have this innovat- innovative process where people share what they're doing yeah. um, and it sort of makes it more viable.
0: Yeah. And when it comes to things like the products, I mean, uh, just yesterday, I think I was saying to someone that you know, people picture Tableau as a piece of software that they install on their machine. They don't think of it as like a service. <laughs> Um, you know, cloud services, as it were. And, and they've just been acquired by probably the biggest, you know, SaaS company in the world, right? Um, it's a, so website. it's like a website. Like Salesforce is just a website. Exactly, exactly. And so that w- what's been interesting is, you know, we've we've seen a few sort of uh, challenges some customers are having when, you know, employees have gone home and what they've done is they've copied, you know, data sources <laughs> onto their uh, stuff locally when they, they didn't need to. They just needed to have a VPN. And, okay, it's slower, but that that's going to be fine. And what are the kind of challenges you see in that space? You know, that sort of cultural education about the way these infrastructures work and how that actually helps to towards business continuity.
1: A lot of this comes down to trust, right? I think trust is such an important facet of remote working and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I was speaking to friends and it's like, well, you know, we've trialed remote working with this, this department before, and it didn't work because they, they, their, their productivity dropped through the, through the, through the floor. Right. Mm -hmm. So you just end up saying you're never working from home again. Yeah. Um. But eventually you're going to have to. People have to adapt very quickly. I remember when I first, you know, the first, um, I had a, I had a customer who was working in Switzerland, and I was this is the first instance in my life that I'd had, um, working from home, mm-hmm. uh, and it's tough. I think um, setting yourself that routine of, of not working long, and also not procrastinating that that's that's quite difficult because you think you can multitask, yeah. but when you need to knuckle down and get something done, uh, you need that right environment and frame of mind and having that routine is so important i think in terms of infrastructure and the way people adapt culturally i think it will you'll get a lot of other systems and checks and balances put in mm-hmm. to make sure that someone isn't copying something onto a personal computer right. even if it's faster yeah. i think what, what what ends up happening is people go home and they've got their laptop and then they've got their personal computer and they're like, well, this computer is way better. I've got two screens. I'm just going to carry on working here and have this open to chat to people. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you shouldn't be doing that because of proprietary data and um, security and having the right controls in place. Yeah. Um, but if you're able to do that, then then the, that's that, that's the uh, risk you take.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, and not to sort of, you know, make this conversation too dry and talk too much about the sort of the back end logistics of remote working, but sort of to cap this bit off, I, I guess in terms of interesting, I don't think security has actually come up that much at all. I think um, that's true. You know, people, people or companies seem to have locked that down. And I think that point you mentioned earlier about trust has actually maybe petered out. I haven't, you know, by now I would have expected something to have come out about how someone copied something onto a USB drive by mistake because they needed to work from home. Um, yeah. Uh, VPN seem to be more reliable. Um, however,
1: we're you... very early on, though. I think we're, we're, we're a, a lot of companies have only just decided to have the work fair, from home policy this fair. week.
0: I could be jumping the gun, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think
1: yeah. I think we're you know speaking to customers today and yesterday. A lot of them have got the call yes or like Monday evening, right, to say everyone's working from home from right. for the foreseeable, right. Uh, and so people, next week. Are, yeah, I mean, people are starting to pick up their laptops for the first time, yeah. uh, and figure out. You know, again talking to friends who are working the home from home for the first time right um they they pick up their laptops and and trying to figure out all their security systems and all this to start with yeah. I think next week or the week after you might hear the stories pop out about people um doing doing that security issue. Exactly. I think right now it's trying to figure out whether it'll work or not that yeah. that's where most companies are at yeah.
0: um If we move the discussion on, I think the other interesting aspect is is here that um this is, this is a brief glimpse into this dystopian future, right? Where everyone's wearing utopian, masks. Utopian, utopian future, <laughs> utopian. Ma- <laughs> wow. Um, so, okay, fine. This is a brief glimpse into that utopian future. Right. And you know, everyone, I went to uh, Tesco today, half the people were wearing masks. I'm in London. So there's obviously a high number of people wearing masks. Yeah. Um, you go to shops, there's nothing on the shelf um people are literally hoarding anything they can get their hands on and <laughs> we kind of live in this future you've seen in the sci-fi films where you know everyone works right. from home that, that
1: element i agree is dystopian yeah. my, my, my utopian yeah. vision is the world of work
0: yeah <laughs> utopian work dystopian sort of uh living, living yeah right um and what what i'm sort of really intrigued by is getting hands on hands on data about this next month you know That transition from, uh, you know, not really being a remote working culture as a as a nation to being having an instance where it's enforced, and you get a month's worth of data to really analyze how that works. Um,
1: So, uh, I mean, I think that the I want to only dig into that supermarket example a bit more because there's there's like again behavioral science wise, this is fascinating. the the way people are uh, acting in this scenario is so interesting Mm -hmm. because. As I, I mean, I, I again I, I tweeted this out yesterday. I went to Tesco uh, to buy a few things. Mm-hmm. Um and all of the Tesco basics rice gone. Yeah. Uncle Ben's, however, fully stopped. So it's like uh, Uncle Ben's is a brand. So it's like the branded items still there, mm-hmm. but the cheaper stuff that people wanna sort of hoard hoard and then yeah. take two or three items themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what they're taking. Yeah. So it's not at a point where people are thinking, I need this. They're mm-hmm. thinking I might need this, so I'm going to buy a lot of it, yeah yeah, yeah, um, which is really interesting. Um, I think the second thing I, w- I want to talk about there is um, the adaptation of the way the mindset people take when when thinking of things like groceries, right um, speaking to uh, colleagues, you know they they're like, well, usually I just stop by the Sainsbury's or Tesco or other shop on mm-hmm. the way home to figure out what I want to eat tonight. <laughs> And that, that that that's how it works. Rather rather than what um, what I end up doing is, I think about what I'm eating the next week mm-hmm. or week and a half, yeah, and then go shopping.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, right.
1: Um, so that weekly shop mindset that's slowly starting to disappear with the way you know the millennial workers who work longer hours or different hours than than most traditional workers, and therefore their the only time to figure out what they're eating is on their way home. Um because it's cheaper and you know the flexibility of it yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. it's interesting right so much behavioral economics is going to be born from this next sort of a m- month or so and i think for the first time you know i've just been reading a book about um um misunderstanding economics and the interesting thing is, this time around, it's going to be heavily driven by data. I think economists hate the word research, right? That's what this book was saying, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> they hate surveys and research. So, for once, so they don't get... trust people. We don't right. trust people. Right, right, right. <laughs> people <laughs> <Exactly>. are irrational. <laughs> and so, you, for, for once, you're actually going to have like a hardcore data set um, that you can actually use to, yep. from a whole range of organizations uh, and, and even just Google searches alone.
1: It's it's the first time that this sort of event has occurred and you have this much data, right? right. You've got real-time data, social media, you've got uh, email, you've got text, you've mm-hmm. got load put on the electrical servers, you've yep. got, you know, you, the, the money flows are so interesting, right? You're you're not spending money in the pub, but you're spending money on buying that new game because yep. you're like, oh, well, I'm home for yep. the rest of the two weeks. Con- so I'm going to finally buy FIFA.
0: Contactless is like a big thing now because no one wants to, you know, literally have cash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I saw someone men- um, mentioning like, "Oh, do I need to hoard cash?" I was like, "But why?" But why? Like PayPal, exactly.
0: yeah,
1: online. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and even cafes are reverting to cash uh, contactless only systems because it reduces the amount of sort of hand contact that you, you have. And so there, if you if you're a card processor, just think how much additional data you're now getting when people's almost entire life is going through that system, right? And you can you yep. can sort of track that journey. Um, so yeah, that's an interesting. Then the sad thing is, I don't think much of this data will be public, right? This is going to, of course be, not. This is going to be the data that the likes of Google and AWS and you know Apple and those 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 kind of people who aggregate at such a high level that they have that power to sort of really get an insight into. That. I, I think and I that, think the
1: people that the people that will actually get access to that data from these companies will be academics.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it's it's such a key competitive advantage. I mean we, we, we sort of call foul when China have, you know, people on QR codes um being tracked every single where they go. But then the six, exact same thing is happening, but just spread across five companies at yep. the moment, right? Facebook. And World and the 12. government
1: yeah. in the UK, they have no no, no idea because technically speaking that yeah. it's not data driven. Yeah,
0: right? exactly, exactly, exactly. Um and so it's interesting. The exact same thing is going on, but here we are in a slightly different world where six companies get all that data and uh, that kind of decides what, what goes on. So it's an interesting kind of
1: case study, use yeah. case, whatever you want to call it. it should, but we're, we're right now we're in the middle of it. Right. So we can't really think of it as this really cool thing yet because right. <laughs> it's like, well, it's kind of crappy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cool. Exactly.
1: Um, uh... Let's talk about work, though. Let's talk about work. So the, the reason I said it's a utopian yeah. future we're looking at is mm-hmm. because. Um, all of a sudden companies that are, are so focused on meetings are now yeah. having hangouts where pe- everyone's on or oh, got their videos on and mm-hmm. everyone's talking and you've got the agenda that's pre-decided and stuff that was, blo- would have been blocked in for two hours. You now finished the conversation and got your answer in 15 minutes.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's, exactly.
1: Like if, if you think that the productivity is going to fall, I think what you're going to find is once people get into their rhythm yep. of working from home and working remotely, that yeah. productivity is actually going to, boost, be, be, be increased yeah. significantly mm-hmm. because people find that with that, you know, it's sort of like, um, when I was in university, I had a eureka moment of how I best study, Yeah. yeah, yeah. which is I just lock myself down for a couple of hours at a time, uh, to get as much done as possible. And then I just, you know, I, I like free time to do nothing. Yeah. So, um, that, that's my best way of working. And, and I know that, you know, I've that similarly in my world of work, I'm so heavily driven by my calendar uh, because I'll just block time out to do certain tasks. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise I'll just get distracted by um, supporting the rest of the company.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think, I think, I think that's a natural sort of progression of sort of where all this is going. I think um, in many ways, if you, um, if you sort of fast forward the way we we were working today and sort of where things are going. This is why companies like Zoom exist and uh, Webex and you know Citrix have been growing ever since they they found their companies because we've slowly been heading in this direction. What's happening is an acceleration caused by like a Correct. global phenomenon and um, the reason we're actually able to adapt to it very quickly is because the. The groundwork was already done. The concepts, the ways of working—you know, people have been working from home for quite some time. It's nothing new there. The data, the infrastructure—you know—if AWS didn't genuinely exist, that that sort of whole concept of cloud computing didn't exist. We would really be stuck. We really would be stuck because you Correct. couldn't just spin up resources on demand, and you know, people like Discord couldn't just spin up additional. Servers. They'd, they'd be waiting five months to buy that server and, and get it all in. Because, there's,
1: because, because they aren't being produced anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. Because <laughs> of exactly. this entire supply chain
0: shock. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so, you know, if you've, if you've gone cloud, like uh, the dream business in this situation is a web-only business yep. that runs their entire infrastructure in AWS, relies on the AWS affiliate, uh, sorry, Amazon affiliate system to sell, to ship their stock. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything is completely sort of not handled. All they do is manage accounting from free agent or something like that. Right. So all that happens right now is, well, you just spin down some servers, your stock sits in Amazon warehouses, and it just takes longer to, to, to you, know, you know, you might have a few logistical issues with, with timings and stuff like that. That always happens in every business. But that is sort of the ideal business. And that is pretty much the measure of how resilient you are if you take netflix for example well let's have a look at that model the reason they're still running and in fact they're going to do well is because they're all on AWS. so well yeah people are at home spending more time they can you know the, the, the model plays itself out i don't need to explain it if you take um another example um, let's let's take um sort of email software and stuff like that right well people need to communicate again it's all online it's very simple the process is entirely entirely
1: you're gonna get a lot a lot lot more people trialing productivity apps like slack like teams like yammer yeah like convo yeah yeah Um, and you're gonna get a lot more of those trials you're gonna get people using GoToMeeting or blue jeans or zoom yeah um but i think i think you've hit the nail on the head i think companies that have already started to consider these productivity tools and sort of trying to think about the future of work, could are a lot more um, agile and nimble yeah. in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's companies that aren't set up for that that are having to have their day of reckoning where they need to figure out what they're doing. As you said, remote working is nothing new, yeah. but remote working at this scale is very new. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and the scale, the scale isn't actually the issue. It's the it's the the pace at which it's come. Right. Correct. Yeah it's and,
1: just been like everyone at once yeah straight yeah. off the bat yeah, yeah. um like this week the amount like i said the amount of home office supplies that have probably been purchased from amazon from staples from Good. all these companies
0: the sad thing is a lot of it is i know it's going to end up in the tip as soon as we're all done with this like it's it's yeah uh, I, I don't feel any sense of sort of um finality to this as, as soon as organizations can get back to the way they're doing a the way of doing things they're just going to go right back to it no no questions asked um and I think what the only thing will change is that empl- employees will will start to realize actually I can do more. Of my there job is right a better
1: way. Wo- yeah, there is a better way of working. Exactly. For some people, this is why I'm
0: talking to some people. Not everyone. Not everyone sort of has an environment where they can easily work from home. I think co-working space might 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 become more popular again. They basically nearly died a death in the last few years. You know, look at WeWork. Look at yeah, WeWork, yeah. and now <laughs> you know, had they been around a, f- a few weeks longer, who knows? It could have been exactly opposite sort of uh, scenario, right? Um, yeah, it's fascinating.
1: Like I said, the future of work is really interesting, especially given that we're we kind of look at it. Um I think you're gonna we're gonna get a lot more um everyone's gonna consider that working from home space. Yeah. Uh when looking at like houses, for example. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Like um I was sending a link to my girlfriend about these garden offices. They're literally companies that come in and build yes. a shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Build a shed in the back garden and it's basically a one person, a two-person, a small business setup. And you just turn your garden into, like, real estate, essentially. These are, like, mini flats. And you've right? got the commute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the commute to your garden. Gosh, that's not a commute. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, these these are going to become sort of more common ideas. The one other Agreed. place that I think is really fascinating is watching everyone scramble to figure out how to collaborate in an online space, right? Um, right. And I think we touched on this a little bit with meetings, but I mean, even before this call, I started this, uh, this, this call with you half an hour ago, because for the first time I had to figure out the logistics of how everything comes together. Right. Yes. And I spent wait, 20 wait, wait, minutes. Wait, wait.
1: What was it? So the first, <laughs> the first time we had this idea was chatting yesterday. Yeah. Um, on a hand, Google hangout. Yeah. Uh, then we chatted today on discord yep. about what we actually can do when we record this. mm mm-hmm. Then we move to WhatsApp yeah. because you got back from walking your dog, and you're like, "I'm setting this up now." Yeah. Then you sent me the Zoom link on WhatsApp to join. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you, then we have the additional um, yeah, steps yeah, yeah. to get this then on YouTube Live
0: from Zoom. I added myself and another computer, which is what's streaming this at the moment, and it all goes on. And the, the interesting thing is, is that none of those were seamless, <laughs> right? Right. I had to kind of <laughs> hop, <laughs> I had to hop between hundred things to get it to work and i'm using some other bit of software it's called obs uh open broadcast streaming is the, is the name of the software it's open source yep. it's free it pushes this to youtube and that's what's hosting this now there is an ability to stream right from zoom to youtube but that requires a paid account blah <laughs> blah blah. could have done it in discord but didn't want the friction of everyone having to figure out discord for the first time um and so that could
1: it on twitch again same principle twitch literally How, us a, I, the, I think yeah. i think the the, the thing with twitch was we weren't sure how we'd record our audio.
0: Yeah, no, no. The the, the issue with Twitch, um, I could actually push to Twitch, YouTube, anything, all on the same system I'm using now. The issue mm. with Twitch is um it 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 penalizes you for not having had an audience for the first time. Whereas YouTube uh-huh. is much, much easier. I can just set it up stream. I'm on my channel. And you've got and you've got a lot of subscribers. Right. And actually streaming isn't available for everyone. I should say that YouTube limits streaming until you get to Uh, a thousand subscribers but i only have it because i i used to have youtube from way back when so i got grandfathered into the policy rather than having it sort of natively so that's why we're doing it here and not on the Dayton podcast youtube channel we actually do have one by the way um, yeah and um, so ch- check check that check that out but yeah this recording will go there and then we can we can we can host it there but
1: it's it's a good point on integrations like right. so the the reason i mean this is this is such a key object of the stuff i do with customer success which is why do people end up using microsoft teams yes. or yammer versus slack yeah. and it's because they have outlook <laughs> yeah and it's because they have office everything yeah so it's easier for them to try this new collaboration platform where you're trying to stop using emails, yeah. um, using Teams, uh, not using, you know, trying to bring in something external. And, and again, we come back to companies trusting. Yeah, uh, you're, you're more likely to trust Microsoft than you are to trust Google or Slack, weirdly.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I mean, you know, these things go down. And even if Google, you know, does something, loses your trust, you're more likely to sort of look at the moving average of of sort of trust, right? <laughs> They've only screwed up once in the last five years, so I'll let them off. But somebody who screws up again and again, like Slack changed their logo, now they're changing their interface. It just, just causes this added threading. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It just causes this, this friction that people just start to get fatigued by. Um, and then end, that ends up becoming sort of the narrative of your platform.
1: Facebook, right? Facebook for work used to be a thing. I My don't MySpace,
0: the exact same depth, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. Facebook for work used to have that that as a platform a couple of companies I know use that um it just whenever you say facebook for work you just it just comes with a stigma right exactly because what happens you are more likely when you say facebook and work you're more likely to think about people who are using Facebook or work when they yeah. should be working
0: exactly um
1: the other thing how, how do you see how how do you see this shaking out then let's let's go on to the now world. how do you see this shaking out in the long term world um, of work?
0: Well, I, I still think we're going to spend two, three months things figuring out. I think companies who run this kind of software, for the first time, are actually going to understand how these systems don't work for them, right? Because you, right. Build, you build all these features with an idea of how they should be used. Even Zoom, it just recreated a bunch of stuff that we had in in Citrix and, and Webinar. Uh, but, you know, real-time transcriptions are something that we saw on Google the other day, right? And mm-hmm. that, that was like mind-breaking, right? Just having that and, you know, work and go to different languages, then suddenly people can talk in, in different languages to each other. That'd be amazing. Um, so I think we're still in this sort of scientific phase where we're still just figuring out where the, you know, the creases are, how to iron those out. Mm-hmm. And I only think that, you know, two, three years down the line, will you actually get valuable um, sort of feedback that actually pushes this forward? <laughs> Do you
1: know what's going to be really funny? I think by the time they figure it out, this will still blown over. And everyone just goes back to work anyway.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. But I think every company will now have um, a risk mitigation policy, right? Correct. Maybe called the viral risk mitigation policy or something, whereby you know if Corona happens again, it will literally be titled after COVID nineteen. Like, what's your COVID nineteen yeah. strategy or something like that?
1: What's your COVID policy? Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, and it will have sort of capabilities for things like this. People will have rolling contracts with Zoom just to be able to, you know, go in. And actually, there's elements of this which can be taken into the office, especially in companies where office space is really, really, you know, Mm -hmm. tight meeting space. It sounds weird, but I could see elements of remote working making it into the office um, seamlessly. Um, The the stuff like Slack and Teams is already there, but other aspects, you know, like Zoom, uh, for example. Uh, as the technology gets better, it's going to actually add elements of which you can augment this sort of interaction in a much better way.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, 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 all of our data school consultants, uh, the, all they're teaching is now in the browser. Right. I think you're going to see it, that disruption happen in education as well. Right. You're going to have more likely uh more likely you can have uh you know harvard professors doing MOOCs. MOOCs are a big thing about like MOOCs <laughs> when i when i was in when i was in uni like 2012 13 right everyone's going on about like how MOOCs are going to change the yeah, world
0: massive massive online learning environments right
1: however the, the second thing i think is going to happen is education is going to get disrupted in a way uh, because right now you've got kids at home uh and their parents are trying to encourage them to learn mm-hmm. um independently so you're almost going to get this always forced hand principle where the classroom sort of pivots into uh trying to find give kids the the love of learning mm-hmm. i think that's 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 thing that that um that that's missing right yeah. so you know it, it, the structured education system is great it's worked for so long um, but if you've given kids the opportunities to you know, choose from these these sets of resources what you want to learn, and find out those curious curious points, and then you've got that. Then there's structured paths for you, for you to follow from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, think about like the way you learned HTML, for example. Yeah, that yeah. was very much self directed. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I, I also, I'd love to sort of, if I could, I'd love to go into Udemy and see, okay, what's what what are people learning now? Because it's very, this is a really sort of big time of fear, unfortunately, for some organisations. Um, who can't keep their staff, Um, Mm -hmm. this is very much a wake-up call to employees, right? And so um, I watched this guy called Ryan Cronenberg, I think, um, a A cloud guru. Um, Yeah, Yeah. He teaches AWS. And he started learning AWS. He was a lawyer, and he started learning AWS because suddenly there was no need for his services as a lawyer because of the immigration policy between Australia and the U.K., Oh, the the yep. credit crunch caused this. Okay. And yep. so he just went and learned infrastructure, technology infrastructure. He started with Microsoft and ended up with Amazon. Right now, the exact same thing is going on, right? Some sort of global change. Shock, yeah, yeah. And I'd love if sort of Udemy had a list of okay, what are what are people flooding to now? Like what are the things? Are they all going into um technology-based things are actually into mean, people... data science is python yeah. still hot like well, actually you know are we too much in this and actually they're moving more towards things like the arts and the humanities you know things that i can can actually thrive in like a in like a in like a digital space because you you know even internally we've seen like a, what is it the virtual yoga session it's like the biggest yep. turnout for that i've ever seen um yeah bigger, yeah. bigger than the actual You know, yoga Yoga session itself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 40 people like signed up to a remote yoga session. It's like amazing. And so it's funny
1: how Peloton, Peloton are about like, they're about to clean up. Like the amount of times I've seen people say, I may as well just get peloton because I can't go to spit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is exactly what this is the exact use case. Yeah. Peloton was created itself for.
0: Yeah. And and it's it's funny because you wouldn't have thought that would be the case. In a world where you thought oh, people can't get out, you would never have said, "Oh, gym classes are going to go down or yoga yoga instructors, you know, are g- going to get more more sort of interest." But actually people people kind of it focus realigns- on their health. Yeah, people focus on themselves, they focus on their priorities. And actually realigns people's um what do you call it? Um, priorities, priorities in a way, um, priorities and circumstances in a way that actually suits them. So um, agreed, yeah, and, and that's kind I of mean, an this, interesting side effect.
1: This, this is the big thing. I, the amount of conversation I saw is like, well, we're, we're all going to stay at home for the next few weeks. What are you reading? What are you going to learn? What mm-hmm. are you going to do with your time? Like, are you just going to binge watch the West Wing like I am, or are you going to go off and you know uh, build new content and learn new things? Right. right so, right.
0: right.
1: What um, are you? What are, are you doing? To- what
0: are you doing in this time? <laughs> what's your, what's your <laughs> straight back in
1: me right um yeah i mean i am binging I mean, i've never watched the west wing so I, that is my uh current show that i'm Very watching jazz. in the evening.
0: i tell you what uh, have you watched uh Westworld?
1: uh i've started watching westworld
0: now that is a show that is a show it's the final season as well it just started now in um, the states i think it's also in the uk at the same time so yeah i think it's week by week though so i'm gonna wait um 10 weeks then watch them all one one go um
1: but, but more edu- more educationally um i i bought a kindle um i actually got it right here I'm read uh, more. i read it cool exactly i mean i bought a kindle about a year ago uh or, or got a kindle about a year ago um and I've had books and it's been great on traveling. Like, so for example, um, I've done a lot of traveling um, in the last couple of months mm-hmm. and it's been amazing. It's been like, I, if I want to do something, I'll just read for a, for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And it's actually because it's lightweight and has many books on there, it's actually got me reading again. Yeah. Uh, but, but surrounded by screens from what, eight o'clock till, I mean, last night was to half eight or nine ish, right? Yeah, yeah. Surrounded by screens for that long. And a Kindle is a lot lighter on the eyes. And I think it's also nice to sort of stay away from things like news um beyond that i think i'm learning a bit of salesforce and going back to my the the, the mountain of udemy courses i purchased yes. and sort of going through i think currently i'm going through statistics because um yeah
0: you know i realized udemy course is the only other thing that i think i hold by alongside Leroy. like because <laughs> 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 when there's a sale and you need to like you just look at the python courses and you just think well if i ever need this I might as well. It's only 10 quid or 10 dollars or whatever it is in your It's campuses. 9.99 exactly. I did the same with AWS. I looked at the whole, you know, A Cloud Guru library and I just thought, you know what? At 10 at, at $10 per, apart. This is this is invaluable. Why wouldn't you buy this for yourself, right? This is when I bought the whole lot. So, I've actually, you know, in in response to your sort of um what you're saying about what you're up to, I've actually got an exam. Oh, boring. So, I got yeah, I got an exam, uh, AWS exam um i've been putting it off for a while to be fair i've been really busy but like all exams you just got to avoid uh, putting them off and just just basically do them whether you like it or not so i think that's in two weeks might actually get cancelled uh pearson view who are holding the test cancelled all the exams in the states all the tests okay. are closed UK ones are still open. Can you not do
1: remote? Is that not a remote exam you, you can do?
0: I can't do this one remote, unfortunately. They should make it remote because it's done in virtually the same conditions as a Cloud Practitioner, but um, mm-hmm. uh, that is remote. So, you know, if you're if you if you're thinking of getting into AWS, Cloud Practitioner exam is, ju- you know, pretty much, you know, 30, 40% of the way there to Solution Architect. Get on that. It's a really good course to sort of understand and, and do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, AWS in two weeks. See how it goes. Um, I've got a lot of time now, so I'm gonna try and make use of it. Uh, exactly. Exactly.
1: Excellent. Cool. Good. I think that's a that's a pod.
0: Good. Um, I'm looking at our streaming metrics here. I've got this lovely screen that tells me what's going on on my iPad. I also pulled out one of these like streamer lights. That's why I've got like a nice glow coming from the, the table. Average watch time during this episode was eight minutes fifty six. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think this basically means there's one person who watched the entire thing, um, because
1: everyone else has been dipping
0: in and out. out Because we've had um, over the total, how many do we have? We've had 14 playbacks, so 14 individuals have have watched this uh, live with us. It was pretty cool. Um, Excellent. We have three three viewers currently. I think that's probably of which one is me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. One is me, and I don't think I count. Maybe the other one is me, and maybe the last one is Corey if he's still online. Uh, Corey yeah. dropped us a note in the in the comments there. Um yeah, I think he cool. he noticed your background. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it's a novelty background. It's very good.
0: Good. Excellent. A- okay. Um
1: as as we said, um always always love feedback on the pod. I mean, this is going to be one that you can actually watch on YouTube if you want to watch us back including the first 15 minutes Please don't. of Tim scrabbling.
0: Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> uh, it's awful. <laughs>
1: Uh but thank you all for listening again. feedback always welcome on at DatumPod on Twitter. Uh you can also email us at datumpodcast at gmail dot com. Sorry, g- at datempodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, and but yeah, until next time everyone take care and um we'll speak to you soon.